Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. I'm just joking. I love you guys. Task loves you guys. This is the Cryptomaniacs. We are here for a Friday session. That means your questions, your comments, your rants, your raves will be addressed today live to air after that epic session we had on Tuesday with Cal from Leo Finance. Uh, people were uh, were enjoying this uh, so far. So Welcome to all the new viewers of the uh, of the podcast, listeners of the new podcast, the Cryptomaniacs. On Fridays, what we do is we take in your questions, your comments, your rants, and we basically we ask Task what he thinks of life in general, and Task gets deep, deep in thought, and basically just talks about how much he loves Hive for an hour. So, welcome, Task. How are you doing, man? Doing okay, uh, pondering the plight of the world, and and you know. I, I think I figured out why the world is wrong. I, I, I think it's very simple. You, you would agree that the most popular hockey league is the NHL, right? Fair enough. The NHL, most of their teams play in the United States, not Canada. Facts, yes. And, and wasn't it just recently a team from the tropics won the Stanley Cup playoffs? That would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, sir. So you have a team that plays in an average of 85 degrees winning the hockey championship. So now people can go from the Stanley Cup finals to the beach. How can you expect to have any semblance of normalcy in the world when people do that? It's just messed up. This is... uh. This is the things that we ask, the things we ponder. Straighten out hockey and we'll fix the world. I guarantee it. Didn't the team in Miami also win a number of years back? The Panthers, they, I think they won a a cup over a decade ago. Yeah, I dude, I to be, and it's, I'm, this is what's going to be funny. As Canadian as I am, I'm not the biggest hockey guy in the world. Like, it's like hockey. It's like when I watch, it's like, yeah, okay. I like it. I got my team. Okay, cool. But I'm much more football. I'm much more basketball, you know, even even a little baseball. You know, I, I got to shout out the, uh, the the Blue Jays, you know, a little bit of sports uh, propaganda for you guys tonight. So I mean, yeah, I, I, if a team can win in Miami, what's next? Havana? You know, put them in Cuba. What the hell? Let's, let's do it. You know, why not St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Let's have yeah, a team there. You know, let, yeah. Let's spread hockey all through Central America and the Caribbean. It, it's ideally for it. suited for it. I'm here for it. So how's your week been? Have you, did you, did you just go crazy with the hive pump or was it just business as usual? I know the answer to this, but I always like doing this because apparently we're down 10% today and people are like sending me messages like, oh, I started powering down so I could cash out. And now it looks like it's going to go down again. <laughs> yeah for people listening he's shaking his head right now when when will people learn if you think and and you know listen if you are powering down to cash out you're foolish i'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna be blunt yeah because it's okay if you're a trader but if you're trading you're not gonna power it up you're gonna Traders keep it liquid and they're doing it on the exchanges or they may hold it in their liquid account, but they're going to be liquid because they know the opportunities when there's a pump, they're going to dump it. And that's the smart thing to do. If you're going to do that, though, don't power up. Yeah. And certainly don't power up and then start to sell when it reaches 80 cents. Because as we know, it went up quickly to 80 cents. It can go quickly back to 50 cents. Now, if you're powering up because you are powering down, excuse me, because you think Hive's going to go to six cents, 
Okay, well, then I can't argue with that. If that's your outlook, fine. Or if you're planning on just being liquid and getting liquidity over the next 13 weeks, so because you think maybe we'll run up to a dollar, dollar fifty, or whatever, and then reverse, okay, that makes sense too. Um, but to suddenly see a pump and say, I'm gonna I'm gonna power down and sell out because I've went up 30 cents. Yeah. I, I mean, it's do you listen to our broadcast? Did you listen to Tuesday? What what Cal's talking about? Did you hear what he was saying about Project Plank? Did you did you hear the question about the number of accounts needed and how they have some workarounds, but they're still not going to get away from the fact that they need a lot of accounts, which we didn't even go into. Guess what all those accounts need? High power. Yeah. Where's all that high power going to come from? Somebody's going to have to be delegating it to those accounts. Uh, you know, and you already have Splinter. You still have Splinterlands creating 10,000 plus accounts a day. Um, you know, they're, they're, if they're given 10 HP per account, I mean, that's 100,000 HP they're delegating a day. Yeah. Uh, so, and I've been delegating it to the Speak Network and forget it. I mean, that if, if you sell your hive out at 80 cents, you're going to be kicking yourself in the keister in a couple of years down the road. And you deserve to have your spouse to leave you and your kids never talk to you again and the dog to run away. You, you deserve that because the dog, it, not the dog dog will take off too. I mean, if you don't believe me, listen to any country music song, come on. The dog always leaves because the guy cares more about the dog than the wife and kids, of course. But anyway, that's just some American inbreeding humor. Those of you from Alabama and West Virginia understand. Uh, you know, in West Virginia, by the way, you know, when a couple gets divorced, they become brother and sister again. That's in the state constitution. We, we got we to make a disclaimer here. He's the American. Okay. <laughs> I'm the Canadian. It's the American saying that about fellow Americans, not the Canadian. I love you guys. Yay. Okay. That's, that's all I, had to, I, I had to put the disclaimer in. Um, I got to do a little PR here. Uh, I just got, uh, I got note. Oh, from, oh before uh, you, before you do your PR, let, let me, yeah, before okay. I, I forget. He put up a post today. He's going to be on Tuesday show, which you may have already, that may be part of it, but Brian of London put out a post. His project for the value to, for value is not funded. Uh, yeah. Right. Even though yeah. it looks like it, because he's not above, um, the stabilizer or, or smooth. So what you, everybody needs to do, we still need him. We still need people to vote for that proposal. He yeah. will be here Tuesday. He's trying to really extend the reach of Hive and the functionality of Hive in a, I mean, he's immersing us in the podcast in 2.0. So please, yeah. if you haven't voted for that proposal, it's a worthwhile cause, go do it. The Speak Network proposal was funded. Uh, I think today is the first day they get payments, but we that one did get in there pretty quickly. So good right. job, everybody. We're funding development, which is what we're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't just, know if I just stole your stole your public announcement. But. No, 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 no. That's good. That's good. Uh, I remember. Yeah, and he he got he he asked me to do a whole bunch of techie things, so I got to look at that today too. Um, well, he asked us. Know. He asked us, but I uh, yeah, you 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 pawned it I off on to me. the expert. Like, you know, I got, oh, I shit. got, well, shit. I only learned where we were like three months ago. I mean, we went like four months before I even know where, where, where our podcasts are. So, you know, it's uh, like, okay. slowly, slowly, but surely I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's proposal 188. Uh, and it's, uh, starting up on September 12th. So, uh, 25 million vote so he needs a little bit more right because that uh 26 million is smooth hdb stabilizer so and what's he at 26 he's at 26 and brian's at 25 so he so, needs a, about a million more about a million so yeah definitely um yeah that, that that's a really important point um obviously you know pretty pretty big you know, obviously we're big fans of it. We have Ryan of London uh, as a regular guest here, but more so of the podcasting realm. That is that is right up our alley. Uh, the value for value and, you know, everything that's going on there is is really important, I think, for more people to discover Hive. 
And, um, and by the way, I do want to add, everybody is going to want to tune into Tuesday's show because up to this point, every guest we've had on here, we have asked, Brian asked us to come on. So he's got something he wants to share. He's got right, something yeah. up his sleeve. So, yeah. uh, which is fine. We love this. And uh, so I would, I would put it on your calendars to tune in because I, I think he's going to have and not, this is just speculation on my party has not stated anything to either of us that I know of. Certainly hasn't to me. But uh, I think he's going to have some stuff that that's going to really excite us. Yeah. And that's the 14th of September. So 1 p.m. Eastern is when we stream live on Tuesday. So definitely yes. check that out. Um, I just got a note from um, Guilty Parties. He uh, he asked me if I could if I could uh, actually mention this, which I, which I think is really important. Um, he's noticed and, and people inside of, I guess the, you know, the witnesses and, and, and people, um, in, in, in hive as a community have noticed that, um, there's been some hackings going on. So what he suggests is if you go to your transactions and look at your transactions, if anything seems off, go and change your keys uh, as quickly as possible now the big way people hack is when people start clicking links uh that's the big way so very important don't go clicking links that you know especially in memos and stuff like that and little transactions where people are telling you you've won something or uh you need to change your keys here this or that and a third um just a little pr here just a public service announcement to a psa not a PR thing, PSA. Uh, check your accounts just to see if there's anything that seems off in the transactions. If something's off, just go and change your keys uh, as, as quickly as you can. And it's very easy to do on Peak D. Very, very easy to do. Uh, and uh, you can do that too to protect yourself. So the big thing is when people are asking you to click links and there's airdrops and you got to do this and you need your keys to plug in here and you should join this Telegram group to get your free hot. Don't do it. It's bad for you. Uh, it kills unicorns and uh, the nasties can potentially get your account. So just to, just to note, because remember you own the keys on hive. No one else does. You have the power unless you give it to someone. So protect yourself. Definitely check out the transactions. So there you go. Have you noticed anything like that in the, um... Obviously not no. your account, but like, uh, you notice anything like that? No, I haven't heard anybody yeah. uh, doing that. I mean, I've seen the post by um, Key Protector. They, they're, but that I think is something where they see somebody uh, uh, erroneously posted one of their keys. Right. Keys right. Defender, I guess it's called. And, uh, right, right. They, uh, they scan the blockchain, and if somebody does post a key, I guess they they block it or notify them or something. Uh, right. So I've seen a few of them, but uh, no, I, I hadn't heard of what guilty party uh, is talking about. And uh, so uh, that that's good for everybody to know and be mindful of it. Yeah. He you know, mentioned as that this gonna place grows, it's going to come under attack. What's that? Sorry. As this place grows, it's going to come under attack. Yeah. We're going to attract the, the, the fishing and the scamming and all that other crap. Yeah. Um, he said that they're they're going to do an official post today to 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 follow up with that. So just uh, be careful out there, guys. Definitely uh, protect your keys. And if you see anything amiss, just change your keys. Easy peasy. It's very easy to do, especially on Peak D. We got some questions from the community. You uh, you ready to dive into some of these epic epic questions this week? Uh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. That's what we're here for on Fridays. We we exist for no other reason. Yes. And, and, and for me to, to look at my beautiful new front end to CTP talk, let me just say, it's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. You've been doing that every day. I've been doing that my... every day. I've been doing that every day. That was actually, that, that's probably, that's probably why we don't have 20 questions today is because the post where I asked for questions was really me promoting the CTP talk front end. But anyways, I am nothing short of shameless self-promotion when I get the opportunity. This is from Rob Willman. He uh, said, thanks so much for switching to the new interface, the new CTP talk front end. Um, and he's got a crypto maniacs question, and it is directed to you. And I read, dear Taskmaster, longtime lurker and fan, 
I play, um, I play Splinterlands and have started collecting NFT cards and renting them. Since I earned DEC from the rentals and SPS from the airdrop, which would you value most going forward? With this being a solid use case on Hive, what other non-Hive blockchain games have you seen that is bringing such an increase in fan base? So what would you do? Um, well, the, only, the, the, the latter part of the question, I, and I'm no expert in, in the play-to-earn realm and blockchain gaming, but uh, the only other thing that's really caught my eye, which caught everybody's eye, was Axie Infinity. And, and that's just, you know, been all over the place, uh, promoted, you know, seven which ways to Sunday. Um, DEC versus SPS, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm no Splinterlands expert, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask about this, but DEC is supposed to be a peg token, isn't it? Soft kind of peg. So, soft, soft peg. And soft, I'm using soft. little bunny ear quotes. The soft pe- pe- peg. Pegish, pegish is, pegish. Yes. Pegish. It's pegish. Um, you know, the, 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 the SPS, I think, has much greater potential, in my right. opinion. The problem is, is the total distributed potentially, unless there's going to be a burn at some point, is three billion. Mm-hmm. So how high can it really go? And I say this, I, I did buy a little bit of SPS the other day. Um, because it does, you know, and I staked it, so it helps me get a little bit more SPS. So I'm getting that, that return, but you know, it's at like 28 cents. If this thing goes up to two bucks, that's $6 billion. Right. (laughs) You got to think about this and say, what, what, what is the high side here? I mean, you can't get $20 SPS. Uh, now I don't know the plans. Are there plans for burns? Are there plans that they just created a lot and the founders are going to trash a lot of it. I, I don't know any of that. I, I don't look at things that closely enough. I don't get on the AMAs or, and the roadmaps and, and all that stuff. So I would say, you know, for the upside though, SPS probably is going to have a much better future than DEC uh, in terms of your speculation. Uh, I also think SPS is probably going to be picked up in different areas with different exchanges at some point if things keep growing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't remember. Did I imagine it or did Cal actually say it out loud? Didn't he mention something about potentially SPS on club finance or he, he so? You know, there may be one avenue and and uh, they're already doing some cake farming with it. So, um, you know, there there's a lot more potential there. And uh, if the Axel, Axel, whatever the token is for Axie Infinity is any indication. Yeah. You could have a pretty significant total market cap. But again, I mean, how many billions can the game get into? But, you know, the market could always send it to insane places and say, okay, well, you know, the uh, SPS token has a market cap of $100 billion. I mean, we might scratch our heads and say that's ludicrous, but the market may, may do that. So I, I check in before, you know, taking that as gospel and see, try to find out what the plans are with all that SPS that potentially could hit the market. Right. Will it hit the market? I mean, it's... You know, or are they going to start to burn some or put into to uh, put it put into effect ways that, you know, you to do certain things, you have to put in a certain amount of SPS and that's burnt, which if they start to develop those types of burnt sinks, then that three three billion could be significantly reduced over five years. And mm-hmm. then then it looks much better for everybody. I, the, the, the community really is is screaming for a use case with SPS. So um, obviously the big use case that comes top of mind right now is the fact that you're going to need SPS to get these vouchers to buy the Chaos Legion packs. That's the big one. Um, they don't really have the numbers yet exactly what you need, but they're, you know, Agro has been on multiple AMA saying you're going to you're going to want some. Uh, because you're going to need them for the voucher. So that's one. The second thing is that they're setting up the SPS in all the tournaments. So people are going to be winning for SPS. People are screaming for the ability to earn SPS, um, 
in game, you know, on top of DC. But like you said, you know, if the, if you're going to have six billion of these and it's going to be six hundred billion dollar market cap, that's that's crazy. But this is where I see a lot of crypto use case going: the gaming, the GameFi, the play to earn stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Axie Infinity. Uh, their token was added uh, to Coinbase, right? Um, the, the to Coinbase Pro, I think. And then um, um, Wax was just added to Crypto.com. So a lot of these NFT slash gaming tokens are being added to the big boy exchanges. What happens when SPS gets added to, you know, a Binance? What happens when it gets added to? one of these major exchanges now all of a sudden i I can't argue against that i I agree a thousand percent i i think the potential from a non-monetary standpoint just looking at you know from a a fundamental standpoint if you will i think the potential is enormous i agree with you a thousand percent it's just when i sit there and look at three billion potential tokens out there you know, do some simple math and you don't even need to take off your shoes to figure this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you know, how, how big a market cap can you have it? Yes. I, I agree that the, the game fi is going to be huge. I agree with the development of more sinks and more use cases. Um, you know, I just question at what point can you get to, uh, I mean, unless, you know, the, the, and they keep adding, but they keep adding different things. Like they keep adding more cards and more land and more things of that nature, which is great because it gives more opportunity. But, you know, the SBS is a governance token at its core. And what, what is going to lead to more growth in that area is what I question. And how can you expect, especially with what was spelled out in the white paper, the distribution, this is what they call me, Dan talks about all the time. Very little of that SPS in proportion is getting out to average people. Right. It's all insiders. It's, it's all, you know, the Dow and it's all the founders and it's all this, that, and the other. And, and that's fine. I mean, they put a lot in, but, um, and they may have the intention, you know what, we're going to turn around and burn our state or burn a, a fair portion. And, and that also happens too. We, we did this to establish a baseline, to maintain the stability, and to have this opportunity, these tokens if we need it. But now that we see how things are progressing and yada, 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 then we can burn. Uh, you know, and I don't know. I don't know any of the plans. And, uh, you know, but then again, Splinterlands has never professed to be decentralized. So, yeah. it's, you know, there's, there's a private company behind it and they own it. it um, that's just the way it is. And it never pretended to be anything different, but by the same token, people can make a crap load of money as we are seeing through the cards and even through SBS, or you can make a, li- a decent amount of money. I'm not going to get rich off that SBS, but right. you know, after, after this year airdrop, I'm going to be, you know, holding a decent amount, not a ton, but you know, and that thing runs up to a buck or two. I'll be sitting on, you know, maybe a few grand. Yeah. There's another Splinterlands question. Oh, great. That one's for you. I, I took this one. How, how, how did I sound? Did that, did my response make no, any good. sense whatsoever? It's good. It's good. Perfect. Perfect. That's what people come for. The task replies. Lisa is up. Am I, I like co- Lisa. Now she's asking Splinterlands questions. Lisa, you're on my. Yeah, on my well, let me be. Face. Let me be brutally honest with you. I'll, I'll put the disclaimer out. Actually, Rob, the guy who asked the previous question, and Lisa, um, I kind of got them hooked on Splinterlands this past week. So they went and bought a couple of um, gold foil epic cards. They put them out for rent. Uh, they're just they're just fascinated with the whole concept. I, I got on a couple of Telegram calls with them, walked them through exactly how all this stuff works. So they're pretty excited about Splinterlands. So. There you go. Uh, Yeah, Lisa says, am I correct in the understanding that cards for Splinterlands are also NFTs? What would you say is the best way to explain what an NFT is to someone who is unfamiliar or new to the concept? 
I, I think the best example is just think of it as a deed or a title. You have a deed to your house, you have a title to your car, but instead of it being registered with some type of government entity, uh, it's on the blockchain and you have an NFT that pertains to something. In this instance, it pertains to a digital card. Uh, it could uh, pertain to the rights to a song, the rights to a movie, the rights to, you know, whatever. Uh, at some point, we're going to see NFTs that pertain to real estate and art and real world physical assets, I, I believe. And, you know, it's just a digital representation, a digital ownership certificate, if you will, that shows you own it. And it's on the blockchain and you can see the course of ownership history. Like you go by, I don't know how it is up by you, but in the United States, you go buy a house. One of the things you do is you get a title search to make sure the people who are selling the house ha actually have the title. And yeah. there's no liens against it and all that crap. And there's nothing that was done in 1960 that could impede your ownership of this house. Um, and it's, you know, an exact sign an inexact science because they have to dig through court records and all this other crap. Um, you know, none of that exists with the blockchain. I mean, you just go and you can look at a particular asset and you could see, well, it, uh, three years ago, it went from John's account to, to Joe's account. Right. And so Joe's had it since then. And now Joe's selling it and you, you, you click on it and you see the exact, uh, uh, link that goes to it and and you know all that stuff and where the initial drop came from when the the nft was created if it is you know that type of thing uh, so that that's the best way just to think about it and that's in 2021 terms who knows where we'll be with these things in 2025 yeah yeah it's um and yes you're right lisa the the cards in splinterlands are nfts um so it's a one of one i mean there's obviously different there's you know a bunch of different issues of it um but you can't break the card up into little pieces that's the big thing like you can take a bitcoin and you can get it into satoshis which is basically the the decimal places of a bitcoin you can't do that with nfts an nft is an nft you can't split the nfts well you actually can you can it's you can't yeah, split I, you can't split splinterlands nfts right but you can actually with the real you estate can combine the them estate. though yes so you can split them you can split mm. it the game doesn't allow but nfts can be broken up i mean you could break up a real estate nft into multiple nfts right. uh you know the difference lisa is the difference between fungible and non-fungible what, what john was saying is you know i have a bitcoin john has a bitcoin you have bitcoin the the bitcoin itself is not unique it's all all of our one bitcoin is the same mm -hmm. um but you know john has a particular gold foil card i have a particular gold foil card even though they're the same they may be the same card with the same powers mine has a different we'll use the term people understand serial number versus what john serial number just right. like if you have two refrigerators they're the same exact refrigerator but two different serial numbers and when you go and buy it and they put on the sales agreement, they'll put the serial number. Or if you're leasing it a piece of equipment, they'll put the VIN number, the serial number. It's the same thing. You got a gold foil card. It may, there may be 20 of them that are exactly the same, but you have one of 20 and it has a serial number and you own it. It's unique. Mm -hmm. Yep. There you go. Good question. Hope it helped. Moving along. More Splinterlands. I kid you not. <laughs> that is totally my fault this week because I was talking about Splinterlands a lot. Harrington says, I would like to know more about Splinterlands and where to get their cards for practice since I am new. Or is there a place for staking? So I'm assuming uh, the question is, if, if you're brand new to the game, uh, how you get involved is you get the spell book. And the spell book is $10 US. That allows you to get into the game for the ranked matches, uh, to, to get on the ladder, to get up into the leagues. It also allows you to get into the ownership of the cards. And um, the best way to do that, to learn the game, is to literally go in and there's this big green button when you log in that says learn. You click that 
And there's actually, you can practice too. There's actually entire parts of Splinterlands that teach you the game. It's not just you, they don't throw you to the wolves as soon as you join. So there's a big learn section where you can totally dissect how the game works, the gameplay. Um, and then you can start practicing inside the game. Now, that's one way. I always recommend checking out Bulldog1205. He's a content creator on 3Speak as well as on YouTube and a whole bunch of other platforms. He does amazing stuff when it comes to breaking down how to play, the dynamics of the game, the strategies, very basic stuff too that really helped me understand it. So there's a big community of people out there. A lot of the Splinter Talk community writes about this stuff all the time. Um, so it's out there, but right inside of the your members area at Splinterlands, you can click the big green button that says learn, and you can even click the, I think it's a blue button that says practice. So it's definitely tons of... Or, or you could just watch my account and do the opposite. Right, exactly. Whatever I do, do the opposite. Yes, whatever task does, do the complete opposite. You'll be good to go. Hey, I, I completed my season quest. Your season, not your daily, your season's quest. Uh, no, for me, it's a season. I get one a season if I'm, if I'm lucky, so. Oh, epic, epic. Oh, epic. yeah. Next question. Um, <laughs> Splinterlands overtones. But you get, can't blame me for this one. This is a this is, uh, T. Franzini. So, oh, uh, God, what the fuck is he doing? Splinterlands, I'm going to downvote him. I've got a couple of questions. These are his questions. First one, I was wondering the other day what the status of the index-sponsored Splinterlands team, someone, I think it was Task himself, said on Leo Market Talk that you guys are probably wanting to know more about player staking, which makes sense. But anyways, is there any news on that front worth sharing? So, I actually got updated from dhl the 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 courier service that the official the first right there hive engine token player esports team jersey is being delivered today so if it gets here within the next couple of hours before the craziness happens before the weekend here in this house i will stream live on the johnny coin account and I'll show off the brand new Hive Engine token gaming jersey. Updates on that. Obviously, we're waiting on player staking. It's going to rise and fall on player staking, but there's a lot of other things we're thinking of doing as well. We're looking for content creators, people that stream, so we will supply the jerseys, the team jersey. These are custom made. They have your usernames on the back. They'll have the logo, obviously. Uh, we are thinking of setting up a... Um, a guild, a Hive Engine guild to compete, and even asking the people, the, the holders, if they were interested in putting some DEC towards building the guild. Because as you know, guild building requires the buildings. You have to buy the buildings to get higher and higher uh, up the ranks and stuff. So we are thinking of presenting that to Hive Engine token holders to see if they would think that's a good idea to sponsor to get the the... The, the team off the ground. But again, it all does play back to player staking. If the player staking goes the way we think it's going to go, we can essentially sponsor a whole team of players with SPS. That's what we're hoping for. So you, so I can get involved without like being one of the crash dummies. You never, the crash dummy could work, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I think the idea is to win. So you don't want me on the team as the, you know, I'm, I'm like the, 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 the goofy kid who's picked last, uh, you know, a, a, after the little girl is taken because, you know, so, uh, but you, what you're saying is I can then delegate or, or do something with my SPS to get involved with this from what you're understanding. Well, what the understanding is, is that so player staking right now, all you do is you go into Splinterlands and there's this big stake button and you're just staking yes. it easy yeah. peasy, stupid, simple. They're going to they're going to grandfather that out or just get rid of it when player staking comes. So that's going to be the staking you do will go on individual players. That's okay. how you get your APR. That's how you get your returns gotcha. from the game. So if it's just set it on one player that defeats 
the idea that we have. Our idea is hoping that you can stake on more than one player because now that opens it up to esports and franchises and, and sponsors that want to create teams like we want to do. And we could sponsor, say, 10 players in our guild that would be part of our team. And now we've got all this SPS we can delegate or stake to individual players. Now, why don't you tokenize this and sell units in or, or you know, have people be able to get a piece of the franchise, to use your term, and then, you know, you could use those, those funds to buy more SPS to stake more on different players. Two reasons. One, I'm an idiot, and I wouldn't even know how to start doing that. <laughs> Second thing, um, we are going to, with these jerseys, our idea is to go after some of the content creators. And obviously, we're going to be having Hive Engine Token jerseys on, which will get more people looking at Engine, the, the Hive Engine Index buying more because the more index that they purchase off of index directly not on the open markets but like if we're the ones selling it on the open market we we it's like 60 percent or 70 percent of every hive that we make from that goes to dec because of the way dec is massive mm -hmm. on the market so the idea is that it's going to self-fund itself because seeing the hive engine token in front of people the hive engine index token excuse me in front of people raising the awareness being a sponsor of it will translate into more people buying index we hope i mean it could all go to hell in a handbasket and they end up selling it all and buying d hedge or something i don't know who knows i mean you never know but the uh the the first part of your question um that would be great it's just it's Again, I know you 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 said that I'm the tech guy um, to, to to Brian of London, but uh, I can't even. That's why I have Apple products because I just need to press one button and they turn on. So, yeah. you don't look impressed. <laughs> You're just not motivated. You are a resource resourceful chap. You will find a way if there is a will. I know you. Yeah. Hit up Marky. Marky will tell you how to do it. Yeah, Marky's I do. very helpful and he, he can set this uh, stuff up in his sleep. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing how some people are just born for this, you know? Like, totally, they look at stuff and they just get it. Well, he, he's a, he's a long-time developer, so, you yeah. know. There you go. Second part of the question from T. Franzini. And uh, it is not Splinterlands related. So task, this one's, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to underhand pitch this to you. Sounds good. <laughs> After Could, firing those 98 mile an hour fastballs up and in. Yeah, up and in. Yeah, yeah. Keep you honest. Could you guys explain what is dusting on Hive and how it affects rewards from upvotes? I kind of know what it is, but I tried to explain it to someone the other day and failed. What is dust? First off, is dusting. I guess dusting is still in. It wasn't removed in last hard fork, was it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. But dusting is any uh, post that gets or comment. They're they're both treated the same. That gets under 0.02 hive, I believe, is considered dust. And so if you get 0.015, or maybe it's 0.002. I forget what it is, but there's a certain threshold of post or comment needs in Hive, not in Leo or CTP or or any of that stuff. That that's up to the individual tribes, and I don't know if you you even can set a dusting level in those tribes. Mm. But um, with Hive, there's a certain threshold that has to be met, and if it isn't met, then you know the curation doesn't pay out, nor does the uh, author post part payout, the, the author post or comment, if you're looking at them both separately. Uh, so, you know, that that's where I actually delegated more to my second account to upvote to make sure my um, uh, comment upvotes cross the threshold of dusting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had to get like 25 
or 30,000 or 40,000 over there. So it takes a fair bit to get above, at least, you know, with the, the amount I was voting, I wasn't voting at a hundred percent, obviously. So, you know, but that's one of those things. If you pay attention to your rewards, then you're mm -hmm. concerned, but it's just get active. The rewards will come. Yeah. Yeah. I, to be brutally honest with you, I don't even, look at the dusting i mean i'll get a i'll get a note every you know couple of weeks or something that that dusting thing i forget the name of the account but it'll send you like you know a little bit because it takes the dust and adds it all up or something I, i'm not sure but that's the extent of my knowledge of it because i don't i don't really pay attention to it just like Tass said i think that's a really good way of looking at it if you show up you put in the work the rewards will come they really will so yeah it's a good question though for the DNA of Hive, we've got Rick Estorella. He's got a couple questions for us. I'll, I'll read the first one. Um, he would like to know, with so much out there on the market and so many different cryptos, what would be three to four key points to decide whether to invest in one crypto or another? What would be three or four? Say, wait, say that again? I, I got confused. So basically, he wants to know, there's so many different cryptos out there. What are three to four things that you look at for investing in a crypto instead of trying to be all places you know to all people well I, i'm very high focused obviously um so that 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 obviously is is one i'm sold on i i i mentioned before the show i think uh or maybe when we came on air that i've been going down the speak network rabbit hole i mean that's going to be incredible so mm -hmm. um I got my start. My first purchase was Bitcoin. I still stand by that. I don't think you can be wrong with getting yourself a little Bitcoin. I think everybody should have some Bitcoin. My second purchase was Ethereum. I would say that's still optimistic. Uh, I, I'm not real optimistic on the chain. I mean, the chain will be fine, but I, I think they got a, a lot of headwind to pull off what they're trying to pull off. But that doesn't matter. The price will go ballistic. Uh, I think mm. the market will drive that up. My third port purchase was Litecoin, which I don't know how valid that is now compared to years ago. By the way, I'm still holding all three. So, um, you know, I'm still in them. Uh, but I would say Bitcoin, you probably can't go wrong with a little Ethereum. Uh, get yourself Hive. I, I think Hive is a, a tremendous, you know, I, I think it's going to be huge. I, I I really do. I think, you know, there's enough things being worked on that it's going to really penetrate the, the central aspects of, of this industry because a lot, a lot of, a lot of other chains are going to have issues, whether it's between the regulators, where it's be too much centralization, whether it's just scalability. So high hive is, is one to pick up. I mean, if you want to do your research on Cardano, I mean, that's fine. It, it, I don't, not saying yes or no to it, but it's gotten a lot of publicity and got a very smart guy behind it. But I stick on, on Hive and I think a lot of things on Hive are going to really explode. And the fact that they don't have the attention is what makes them gems. You know, right. everybody knows about Ethereum in this industry. Doesn't mean that there's still not going to be tremendous upside. I mean, it could be 10,000, it could be 30,000. I don't know. But you're probably not going to see $300,000 um, Ethereum. Mm -hmm. You could see $80 high. As crazy as it sounds, I mean, it. if some of these things pan out, it could happen. Yeah. So what what would be um, what would be reasons why you picked Bitcoin, Ethereum, Hive? Like what what would be some reasons why you picked them? Well, when I did, or in general, like even today. I mean, when, when I did is because I mean this is going back five years. I mean there weren't a lot of options out there as compared to today. And, you know, I was just getting in, so I didn't know much about them, but this was before EOS. This was probably before Tron, thankfully. Um, so it, it was a situation where, I mean, those were the big three at the time, yeah. uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Litecoin. 
and you know now they're the big two when litecoin's dropped off and i got involved with litecoin because i listened to charlie lee a lot i was very impressed by him maybe that's a lesson uh, a dynamic developer can only go so far and so you know i think the guy's a genius i think the guy can develop some incredible things but i i don't know if he's exactly pulled it off um you know, Bitcoin, my reason for Bitcoin is simply because after El Salvador, uh, it's going to push sovereign wealth funds. It's going to push central banks. You're going to see them all buying Bitcoin. So the numbers just make sense. Mm -hmm. Ethereum is going to be a banker's chain, in my opinion. Big money rolling in. They don't care about 50 or $100 fees. Uh, they're going to get involved in the POS. You're probably going to see that chain run by Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs. Ultimately, they're probably going to be the large uh, POS uh, validators. So, again, it's just a numbers game in the money there. Hmm. I've it's a I agree with. Uh, I believe there's so much potential. B, I agree with what you say. You can actually use it. That's big. You get involved and earn it. Not only do you buy it, you can get involved and earn it. So what you buy, you curate, you earn a return, you yeah. get yourself some recognition, you start developing a following, your account grows, that gets you more people. I mean, people follow those with bigger accounts. So as you're scaling up and you get more, uh, more hive power and the ability to reward people and all of a sudden you got 5,000 hive and, and you're voting with 5,000 hive to some dolphins and minnows, or to, to some minnows and, and redfish, you're going to, they're going to notice you because all of a sudden you give them a, bo a boat that's worth, I don't know, let's say 20 cents right. to them. It's like, wow. Uh, plus then you can use that to attract more attention on the different tribes and you get all of a sudden somebody like I always say, Marky and STEM. Yeah. He'll hit you up with a big STEM boat, but he also has a big high vote behind that. Mm -hmm. And so if you are one of the active participants in there, he's going to take notice and that'll just keep building your hive and growing your hive. And, you know, then if you get the network effect that we're expecting in terms of users and developers, and, and ultimately we hope to see that in the price on the open market. So now your speculation is, is enhanced by the activity you've done. And there's not a lot of change you can do that. I'm with you. You can go do faucets and little stuff like that. But, you know, your your time, in my experience, your time per return for return is much better spent on high. Yeah. It just, you know, we, we've seen people come in and, and be able to change their lives. OK, they're from, you know, the, the poorer countries, but they can change their lives with with one blog post. Yeah. And they, they can set themselves on a different course if they stay consistent, which unfortunately I've seen a, a couple of people on Leo who did that and they don't post any. Yeah. Absurd. They lost all the momentum. I, um, I always remember this story. There was a content creator. I think she was from Venezuela and she was talking about um, CTP and Leo probably six, seven months ago. And she did a post where she showed all the medicine and food that she purchased for her mother who was ill from directly from her posts on the tribes, not even hive hive was like, she wasn't, it was an afterthought just on CTP and Leo. And she paid for all of her mother's medications. That's life-changing for some people. And this is not, she didn't go around and get like a hundred dollars a post. Like we're talking five to 10 bucks. But that makes a big difference. And that's what is so important to me about, about this blockchain is that all the different tribes and stuff can be life-changing. may not be life-changing to us in North America. I mean, you know, sure, I'd, I'd love to get a couple hundred bucks a day from my blogging, um, but it adds up. And well, Let me ask you a question. $5 hive change your life? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, that would definitely Is $5 hive what you know about hive outrageous and let's say three years, five years. That's why I'm stacking. <laughs> That's yeah, why, well, like you said, don't give up. People give up because they don't see big picture. And it's so critical for anyone, especially, you know, I'm going to talk directly to the CTP people 
that hear me talk about this consistently and write about it and do webinars, stop stopping. For the love of everything <laughs> that's good in the world, everything, show up every day. When we do the CTP chats, make the comments. When we do the Leo Market Talks, make the comments. Show up. Five years. Did, did now, you see what I tweeted out in response? Somebody wrote, uh, tweeted out, they said, I feel sorry for the people who are selling their hive at like 80 cents or whatever. Yeah. And I said, I feel sorry for the people who thought hive was nothing and left and stopped yeah. earning and powered down and, and just vanished. Yeah. Because now they lost all that momentum and they, they don't have any hive incoming. And you really can stack and grow your stake and fill your bag so that when the run does take off, yeah. you're that much further ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I do my, I do my posts every single Saturday night, the, my hive goals and like last couple of weeks, like I'll probably be doing pretty good the next couple of weeks too. But the last couple of weeks were great. I have my goal of hitting a hundred hive a day in payouts and rewards. And I was getting, I was like 89, 90. I went down last week to, I think it was around 60 and Did you get some downvotes. No, well, I actually got a nice downvote from C time this week. Um, he, he goes and downvotes all the top paying posts of the day. Um, so he took, he took 13 bucks off of the big, the, the Cal, uh, podcast one. So when the rewards get paid for that, sir, we're going to be down 13 bucks just so you, you know, I know you're going to cry yourself to sleep about this, but yeah. 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 There, there's some that are doing that. They, they're hitting up, uh, they're hitting up, uh, accounts newsflash is hitting up at 70 bucks, a, a downvote. Oh, really? Well, he yeah. upvoted us, whoever Newsflash is. Um, thank you. They upvoted. Yeah, Newsflash up, but he downvoted me twice. Oh, really? Last week, yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's killing unicorns. Yeah, because people apparently are not happy with the rewards pool, like some of the accounts that get paid. I, I'll never, like, I get it. Your stake, you can do whatever. The, uh, what I use downvotes for is for the people that are spamming. I I don't have a beef with someone who, and it's like, oh, well, you're a stakeholder. You should care about the rewards pool. I do. And I think everybody should have some. So if Well, and, and here's the point. Somebody's saying, well, the, look at the value of Hive went up. So look at what they're getting. Well, what are you going to be doing when if the high, price of Hive goes up 10x? Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really have a problem with like Newsflash doing whatever newsflash does because mm. it's his stake that that's fine it's an individual stake he got it however he got it that's no problem right what i don't like is if you have um an ocd downvoting because those are people delegating over that's not individual stake so if they call me dan wants downvote whoever he wants or block trades or any other major account that that's cool but when you're, you're, you have these, these uh, projects that have been delegated, you know, millions of high right. and they just go around starting to, to blast people, then, you know, I think that's, you know, an issue because is, do all those people, is that what they are delegating to you for? Well, they're delegating for the returns, right? Like that's, what that? they're delegating for the returns and i'm pretty sure you don't get returns for downvoting anybody no but you but there's two and a half or there's two or two and a half downvotes a day so uh free right. that don't right. affect yeah. your, your payouts yeah. um so that it's not like they're taking money out of people's pockets but it's just a question of you know if you if you delegated to me let's say a hundred thousand high and i'm going around upvoting and you're obviously getting curation off of it or getting some type of return but then I go around, I take your hundred thousand, I just go out and start downvoting a bunch of minnows because I just want to downvote minnows, whatever. You know, whatever the reasoning is. Um, you know, that 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 takes it to a different level. So C time downvote something, it's C time stake. I yeah, mean, that's that's you know. my opinion on it too. Well, I mean, like I saw the downvote and I, I never took a personal, like there's a, there's, there's a few people inside of the CTP discord that are still very anti downvote. And I get it. Cause I don't, I don't like, I know the reason why it's there. I just, I won't use it personally. My stake, I'm, a, I'm allowed to not downvote people. 
but I respect when people down. I, I, I think it. you're oh. right, right. I, I agree with you. I don't downvote because I disagree with something because I think it's ludicrous because I think it's asinine. Yeah. I don't downvote because I think somebody got too many rewards. I downvote if they're spamming. I downvote if they're plagiarizing. Yeah. I downvote if they're, um, you know, just doing stuff that is harmful to the chain. Um, if they're bullshit posting, I tip, I don't downvote that. I just won't upload. Yeah. I'll just, you know, and on, on Leo finance on a daily basis, I'll click on a post, see the title 120 words. No, I'm not voting. Yeah. You know, sorry, nothing. I mean, it's just, it, you don't even put any effort into that. You know, 120 words is what you write in a YouTube video or, or three speak video below. You know, yeah, you, right. you can do 120 words just describing, just to describe what the video is about. Right. I mean, that's not a post. The, the post is the video itself. Um, you know, and people are putting that up as a post or these debuzz. Um, if I had a debuzz token, I, I might upvote that, but I don't, deep, I don't vote, upvote debuzz because give them hive. And that, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I think uh, Project Blank will be so successful because they're creating a token with it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll set up, uh, I mean, I don't have time to curate, so maybe I'll delegate <laughs> to somebody, but um, you know, uh, I'll set up something separate so I can give blank upvotes and, and blank tokens as opposed to high power tokens. Yeah. And then, then the community shouldn't care. And, you know, quite frankly, if, if you if you upvote somebody out of your account with your hundred and plus k uh, hive stake and you give that to somebody on a, a blank, good for you. I mean mm. uh, that's your choice. I could care less. Mm. Yeah, I just I and and I I got into a couple of the whales. I, I remember when I made this post probably about a year or two ago. And I was, I, I basically said I was the anti-downvote guy. Like I, I just what you said, that's how I vision downvotes. And a couple of whales got on me and started telling me how wrong I was because like, you know, like this protects the rewards pool and this and that. And it's, you know, and it's just like, I want people to win, man. Like I, I, if I lose a little bit, so someone else wins, I'm okay with that. I believe like you believe it's abundance. There's enough to go around. If someone's going to get 20 bucks and I'm going to get 15 bucks, I salute it. Go get your, get your stuff. Like, and, and you can't say like, oh, well, you know, you know, you, you haven't put anything into it. I've put my life into this blockchain for the past four years and all my money. I didn't get crap delegated to me. Every single thing I've earned. So yeah, sure. The whales come on and get half a million or a million they bought it and they had 20 Bitcoin that they sold for it. I, I didn't have that. <laughs> so I put the no. time in. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I don't be smart to the whales for what they have no. and, and how, how they got it. And, and, you know, I, I have no problem with, with whales. And I mean, the whales are great for stability of the system. I mean, you need whales, yep. you need those hodlers, you need those people like freedom who just have so much hive and it's stacked away. And I don't know what freedom's doing with it. Nobody does. Nobody knows who the hell freedom is. Mm. But that's stability. That's that's hive that is not going to go anywhere. Um, so I mean, it, it's just you know. I mean, I get. I guess people uh, are going after the the trended page, which I don't even look at anyway. And mm. you know, knocking down some of the the larger payouts and. Uh, if they do that, that's fine too. That's it, right? I mean, if C Time wants to do that and Newsflash wants to do that, that you know, their stake and um, you know, good for them. They they can do that. And if they think they're doing a service to to the blockchain and, and to the ecosystem, maybe they are. I yeah. mean, I, I can't say they're not. Um, you know, they're they're certainly one thing I can say is they're certainly not doing it to enhance themselves. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're downvoting one post and then upvoting their own posts that mm -hmm. I've seen. I haven't seen either of them really do that. So, I mean, they, they're coming from the place that we're protecting the reward pool. And we think this is important. And 
you know, maybe, maybe they are. Mm. I can't argue with them. Yeah, it's, I, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, this is decentralization and, and no one person controls this. And if you don't like it, you can go buy a whole bunch more hive to counteract it. <laughs> or you can leave. You can go elsewhere. This is voluntary. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the option of people going and buying it. If they don't like it, go buy a million hive on the market. Like, let's do it. Well, well that's the thing with delegated proof of stake. Uh, <laughs> you don't like what's going on, get more stake. Then you can change what's going on. Um, yeah. You know, it's, we, we all know it's very difficult to do that, but. Man, oh man, oh man, what a week. Um, and by the way, everybody, there is ebb and flow to all of this because it's dealing with people. And so, you know, it's just we go through phases and, and, and you know, if the price of Hive drops in half, this will probably back off. So, you know. What you do is you don't let any of it discourage you. You keep showing up. And as we, we just alluded to, the, 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 the situations we point out, it's nothing personal. It was nothing personal with Newsflash or C-Time or any of that. Like you said, they're just going after the yeah. top posts. And they, they, nailed one of, <laughs> they nailed one of Dan's posts, too. Um, mm. You know, just like you said, they're probably going to that front page and seeing Okay, what's taking the big rewards? And they're just bringing it down. They're not taking away at all. They're just bringing it down. And that's again, it's I I don't do it personally, but it's again, it's my choice not to do that, and it's someone's choice to do that. And it's that's the nature of Hive, and it's I love it, warts and all. I think it's great. I'm here for it. So. Well, and as we know, it's much better to have that feature than not have that feature, because if you don't have that feature, then you then the, the, the whole platform is just ripe for abuse. Have, have you been getting the gang stalking down votes and the gang stalking uh, comments on yours? The what? You're probably it's probably muted on Leo Finance, so you don't even notice it. Gang stalking. The uh, he's the new bot that comes out or, or uh, um, he's got a sub account, too he just there it's random posts and he downvotes like every post but it's like 0.00001 hive because he's got like no hive power but he just goes out and makes comments about how uh voice to skull is taken over and everyone who's on hive is controlled by first sticking i think that's the thing yeah first sticking left i know i know i know <laughs> it's you just go read like probably when I, I know i know what you're talking about now yeah yeah I, I love Hive, man. I love it. Where can you? Where else can you find this stuff? Because if it was on traditional social media, the guy would have been kicked off. But here, we do. Well, and what's funny is the people who upset people for a long time, a lot of them left. Yeah. I mean, first second, which I never had a problem with him, which I never really interacted with him. But, yeah. you know, he was kind of, I guess, an interesting character. But he, he's, he's gone. I guess he sold his stake. Yeah. I mean, people just hang around for a few years and then get frustrated or and then the guy he heads with, right? The the Adzackly guy, he's gone too now. So Adzackly. Oh yeah, I forgot he's gone about too. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh not not quite uh Trevor, uh what was his name? Uh Trevor James. Oh, Trevon James. Oh, he's he's I, I know everyone hates him for BitConnect, but he's hilarious to follow on Twitter. I'm just saying hilarious yeah. to follow on Twitter. Um, he's going to, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, of course, I mean Dan and Ned, I mean, the two founders are gone. So yeah. I mean it it's just how many people are gonna stick around for, for five years and everyone and go, listening to this will stick around because go through the process of building. That's it. You'll be glad in five years you did because I've been doing this almost four years now and I'm happier and happier and happier, happier every single day. And I'm not even five years into this. So three cheers for Hive. Dude, hope you have a good weekend. Um, you too, man. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna watch hockey in, in Florida. That's going to be my... No, I'm just, yeah. 
Hockey season hasn't started yet, has it? No, it's football. It is football season, and I'm so happy football is back. That's my sport, obviously. So I'm, I'm. Why, why don't you watch the Canadian football? Because I'm, I, because it sucks. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's awful. Three down. There's no running game. It's, it's, it's. Anyways. They got what 110 10 yard field. Yeah, and the ball got, is uh, bigger, and it's three and the, downs, the, and it's, it's wider. And... It's it's fun. you go to the game, you have fun. You know, there's there's the local team here. I took my kid for years. You know, it's fun. It's fun, but don't go expecting NFL. Like it's just completely. Well, no, experience. because all the people in the CFL are the ones who couldn't latch on to an Make NFL practice squads in the NFL, right? Yeah. Who's the big team? The Montreal Alouettes. Alouettes. They're the big one. Yeah. And we got the, well, we got the, we had the Edmonton Eskimos here, but uh, we're not allowed to call them Eskimos anymore. So it's the Edmonton Elks. That's the new franchise name now here. Well, till the elk people get all pissed off. Yeah. Till the elk people, the elk lodge people will get upset. Right. Now, now, did the Eskimos throw a fit or is it people who threw a fit because they thought the Eskimos were upset? I'm pretty sure it was the social justice warriors, but oh. who knows? I mean, you know, it's people, you can't say anything these days, man. You, you gotta, you gotta watch it or else you're, you're this or that, or you're a tree lover or you're a bigot or you're this or you this. And can you be a bigoted tree lover? I think you can. I'm pretty sure they've you, got you, a Facebook You, you, you only love birch trees. Yes, only birch trees. <laughs> you know, no pines allowed. <laughs> no, Redwoods, no, no. forget about it. Uh, yeah, no, none, none of none of those pigmented trees. Dude, they'll hate this then. Like here, here, this is funny because this is actually a pet a pen from the Mere Woods National Monument. Uh, with all the redwoods and this is made out of redwood so uh, i i apologize to all the birch tree lovers i have a redwood pen so yeah i i think redwood trees are socially accepted they are they're politically correct they're politically correct right yes um so yes we we covered hockey and and cfl canadian football league and trees and trees and you 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 gave a promo out to the blue jays Yes, promo to the Blue Jays, and then I've got the all other. I got another Toronto team too that I'm, I'm representing. So that's the Raptors too. So we got the Raptors, the Blue Jays, and which the Blue Jays are finally a Canadian team after two years. Yes, yes, we're back playing in in uh, in the com- in Canada. confines. Yes, we're not in Buffalo anymore, which is fine. I didn't mind playing in Buffalo because obviously I'm a Bills fan, so I'm a big fan of all things Buffalo except for the Sabers. Um, but well, uh, but. Uh... Weren't you in Dunedin a lot of this year too? For the beginning of the season, yeah, they were in, in the Dunedin. spring training complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, anywho, guys, thanks for listening to the Crypto Maniacs podcast that's turned into the sports talk show. Um, and, yeah, maybe uh, we maybe we want to on the podcast edit the last sports talk. Let, let, yeah, edit the edit the sports talk oh you know me man i just i just let her rip i don't even care no editing involved it's like well unless my kid comes in you know running around naked behind me you know after he gets out of the bath then we have to edit. that's why i put the 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 screen up today because i didn't know if they'd run in right so anyways guys thanks for listening that's task i'm john you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you with brian of london on tuesday toodles ciao Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 